Bro told me rest, you won't let me break, you won't let me break Circle, circle Take your time, put in the key drive Yes guys, we're back here with another episode of the 2911 podcast you didn't even say your name. Hey, this is a little bit sad. Hey, you didn't have enough for another hour. Word, word, why you rap? You won. You won. Why? Anyway, yes, guys, we're back here with another episode of the 2911 podcast. It's me, BN, here. It's Quabs. What up, though? Naps and Axe. What's on your tracky, bro? Some white stuff. <laughs> oh my <laughs> right. sugar, sugar from the donuts, bro. Great trekkie. Just cool. Dig a D. Whoa, whoa. Dig a D. Yeah, I know about <laughs> Why we bringing Dig a D into this? I know what you're talking about. I had great trekkie, so I just said Dig a D. Great trekkie, great trekkie. Do you not confirm your mind today? Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of start is this? Wait, put this in. Hey, yo, this ain't looking, man. Looking. I know. Man, I've been in the studio for three hours, they're delirious. Delirious. You know what it is, yeah? You know what it is? We need to get out of our system now, innit? We need to get out of your system now, innit? Hey, here, do you have the bag? Secular? Where's the bag? Secular? Secular? I'm not perfect. Hey, start again, bro. <laughs> 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 Where did it come from? It's the instrumental of the song, bro. <laughs> no, do you know the song? Um, <laughs> Which one? Dig it in IVD. I bought a dog. Great shaggy, great shaggy. I don't know what it is. Wait, what are you laughing at? Huh? <laughs> Wait, what did you say? No. Are you laughing at it? I don't know. I'm laughing at the one. I'm laughing at the one. I'm laughing at the one. Whoa. Nah, that song was <laughs> so yeah, just crazy, bro. It makes me laugh, though. I can't laugh. No, 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 no. Okay, go on. Now we're really good. Yeah, it's out, out, bro. No, it's not, it never got released. Wait, it never got released. I don't know the song. You be watching them. You watch them. Yo. Uh, hey, no, that's uh, hilarious. Someone had to put their foot down. You can't really that. That's hilarious. That's awesome. 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 That's I've seen everyone's on a sugar vibe today. I don't know if man, I've been yeah, a lot of, a lot of yeah, sweets on that. Too much excitement. Nah. Did, you, did you guys want any? Yeah, let me get one. Raw uh, uh, early church vibes. Raw right, eating fish is Good Friday. I hear it. Bust <laughs> <laughs> me, nah, bro. Fish sweets, bro. Uh, give me some pork. I want more of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's more of that. She said this even has gelatin in it, bro. This is pork anyway. Yeah. What is gelatin? Gelatin is made from the bone marrow of pork. Yeah. Bone marrow of pigs. Oh, yeah. It's a sticky stuff between mm. bones. Yeah. Sure, let me grab one more as well. No, I, I don't know what you're saying, but that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's what are we a... talking about today, bro? So obviously, we just did a couple of episodes. Talking on oh, church. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just immature, man. It's sad. The sugar comes and everyone's just <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't bring a sentence out. <laughs> wow. Breathe, 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 breathe. breathe. Composer. Shout Composer. Composer. <laughs> you need to pray again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh. Karma, karma, karma. 
Yeah, short passes. Everybody take a deep breath, bro. Do you mm. know what's funny about episodes? I never realised that there's normally nobody I can, like, I don't have to, you know in class there's people you can't look at? Mm-hmm. I didn't see, sometimes naps, if I look at him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we just did a couple of churches looking at, Hey, no, we did a couple of episodes looking at church. No one mm. even pulled me up on that. It was only now we clocked it. Yeah. What? I said we did a couple of churches. Oh, no, we heard. I was trusting you to Do you know what? Those episodes were interesting because there was supposed to be one episode, obviously, it ended up as two. Yeah. But it was interesting because when I planned the episode, as much as I, I thought I was going to say, oh, what's your church background? Oh, I grew up in this church. I moved here. It was calm. Obviously, everyone wanted to give 30-minute monologue on what the church was like. It was a calm, but I feel like it was really nice because in that we answered a lot of questions kind of about like what made you comfortable, mm. why you changed, what you realised, your experiences. And I think it's nice because maybe people will resonate with it. Or maybe people will also see it from the other side. For example, I think maybe... Mm. Not a lot of people maybe have had Naps' experience of growing up in the same church. Yeah. Some people, well, not some people, a lot of people have never been a pastor's kid. Yeah. And a lot of people maybe don't understand what it's like to gain from that perspective. Mm. So I think that that was very interesting. It's good, yeah. And, but we also hinted kind of at some things about maybe stuff we liked about our church experiences, stuff we didn't like as well, stuff that maybe made us more or less comfortable, spoke about serving and all these kind of things. And I know that obviously different churches operate with these things in different ways. But I think it's important that we do kind of look at what does a church have to be like? What is good mm. about church? Why should we go to church? We spoke about, when you ask Karen, what's the difference between fellowship and church? Yeah. It's like, there's sometimes, I can't lie, it's a very subtle difference. Yeah. Especially when you look at the early church in Acts, can't lie, you can't really you tell can't, sometimes yeah, tell if it's fellowship yeah. or church. Mm. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, so I think that's, it's just interesting, I think, to look into what is a church supposed to be. So then, now our question comes to you, like, what is a church supposed to be? What makes a church a church? Are you talking, do you want to start off by talking about like, I don't want anything to in general? I want to start off with that question, Fair bro. Enough. The floor is open, bro. Is open. Make it yours. Come in. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> right, come in. Come in. Um, I'd say, I'd say a church has definitely got to be, um, it's definitely got to have a, a dedicated um, pastor or preacher. Why? Someone that shares the word regularly. Why? Um, <laughs> you know what it is? Because um, the Bible says so, I guess. Where? Um, Ephesians chapter 4. Let me see. Does it? Yeah. There's actually quite a few things the church has Roman, to have. Romans 12 to 5. So because it's not even like a... Yeah. Scholars. Yeah. It's not even... Ephesians 4. Yeah, it's not even like a... Um, a choice for a church to have it. God just actually gave it to the church and said, use this now, sort of thing. But, um... Yeah, it says it here, yeah. <clears throat> Chapter 4, I'll, say, I'll start from verse 9. In saying he ascended, what does it mean that, that he had also descended into the lower regions of the earth? I'm just going to go from 11. And verse 11, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and the teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we are all to attain to the unity of the faith <clears throat> and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, but human cunning, by human cunning, sorry, by craftiness and deceitful schemes, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow in every way into him, in the head, into Christ. So, yeah. 
Just that bit <coughs> from the beginning where it says you could the, the same to the different things, yeah. Um. So now my question comes in like, with that, mm. um, do you believe that that's talking about the church as in a church or the church as in the body of Christ? Because then if it's about the body of mm. Christ, then why is that something that a church has to have? Mm. Um, I think, I don't know what the word is, but um, <coughs> you know, sometimes you look at the way a school is run and you're like, oh, that's similar to like how our businesses run, something like that. I can't remember ways, but like there's mirror different, there's mirror similarities. I think the same comes with the body of Christ and its individual churches. I feel like um, <clears throat> the body of Christ operates as a network of you know um, saints with their gifts, building each other up and edifying each other. The same way, like when you look at the smaller, the smaller body of Christ or like your local church, or whatever, it should reflect the same thing. If that makes sense. Um, just so that consistency. So that same church should have. A preacher and it should have an evangelism team and there should be it should have like certain things that the body of christ does have do you know what I'm trying no, to say? i agree kind of like how yeah. like a mcdonald's franchise should reflect the mcdonald's brand brand exactly no, i agree yeah. i agree it's true even um, that's very true dude. even mm. bouncing mm. off from what you said it's about those different parts that constitute to me one <clears throat> and it goes back Fizz. to the verse of roman 12 5 start from four just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. And I feel like from taking it from like an overall view, it kind of shows the, in a sense, a universal aspect of we are the church in the way that we kind of conduct ourselves during our Christian life. We are being ambassadors of the church. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be within the institutional base, but it's something where we always have to keep in mind and understand that the way that we walk in this Christian life, if it's not in the co- accordance of the way the body of Christ should be reflected, then who are we to say that we're walking rightfully in, you know, with church? Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. nah, I, I agree with that. Like, I think that, I think that's something <coughs> that we just have to have to realise. I think that this goes down to what a church is supposed to look like, what a good church looks like, what a bad church yeah. looks like. If the church doesn't reflect the body of Christ, yeah. mm-hmm. the body of Christ should reflect the head, mm-hmm. Being Christ yeah. Himself, yeah. then it's the whole thing's there's collapsed. Order. There's, there's, yeah, like, there's I think there's, there's a scripture in First Corinthians chapter three. I feel like um, when you read through the the letters, a lot of it because Paul's primary ministry was church building. Yeah, he gives a like it's, it's weird because he doesn't give one particular place where this is what a church should look like, but there's so many parts True. that was. And I think that we should realize that there's. I don't think there's any one chapter in the Bible that lays out how a church should be because obviously when you look at Paul and what he was doing. A lot of it was underground, so some of it's not written. Yeah, but you can piece together <coughs> what it should yeah. look like, and I think mm. that <coughs> you can learn from the mistakes of the churches yeah. you wrote to. Yeah, um, it talks about um, this thing of interesting. Mm. It talks about how the foundation is. This is interesting. Scripture it says that for no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. And I don't. Mm. He's not even necessarily talking about a specific church, but that goes for anything in the faith. Like if the foundation of it isn't Christ. And I think that's wrong. And I think that's what a church should look like and what it should be like. It should be something that's built upon the foundation of Christ. I think that's... What, do, you lot know the, do you lot know the Greek word for church? No. Ecclesia. My voice. <laughs> I don't know You're a scholar, that. bro. Yeah, a scholar. <laughs> uh, wait, you know what you said? Yeah, so cool. Something small for the voice. <laughs> let's, let's, let's say, for instance, yeah. I in, had it in church. In, that's why. What, you heard it in church? Yeah, I had it in church. I'm talking about the Ecclesia. Oh, you must have, I would have clapped if I heard that. But basically, um, 
So in terms of like dissecting this year, so the first point that you were kind of discussing about is how does that kind of differ in the sense of fellowship and of the church. But we've kind of, just from this early conversation, the common denominator is that it has to have an element of Jesus, like you, you know, preaching what Jesus did and what he could do in our lives. Do you think that's the same for fellowship though? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Now, is it a case whereby because the church now, subjective, but can constitute to more parts does that then make it different to a fellowship? I think that's the thing. A fellowship, if you can just... You can, fellowship doesn't have to incorporate everything. I think a church does. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. I understand that maybe, let's say a church is a small church and they're building, maybe they don't have a fully-fledged evangelism team or mm. fully-fledged this ministry or whatever. I understand that, you know. But I think in a fellowship, you can literally just sit down. Fellowship, technically, you do. Well, if you have a fellowship, you sit down and have a games night. Yeah. It's calm. Do you get yeah. Whereas with a church, I feel like all the stuff that the Bible sets out, for example, teaching praying for one another, um, explaining the word, rebuking one another in conduct, um, speaking life into another. Those are things that a church has to have. Mm. Ordained leaders, deacons <coughs> and elders, these are things that a church has to have. Whereas in a fellowship, just lose, sit down, enjoy, speak about the word if you want, speak about your life if you yeah. want, do testimony time, fellowship, pray, worship. Yeah. Just, fellowship is just spending it's time. It's broad. With, I, yeah. I don't think it's, um, it's specialized. Not, it's, not spe- yeah, it's not specific <coughs> in, in anything. It's really just about getting together sort of yeah that's it fellowship but, um, is just about coming together the church is about it's more it's more of a focus get together like it's a more um as a, it's like a, like how can you say it? it's like the it's like the corporate fellowship yeah. Ch- like church is a form of fellowship yeah, yeah. fellowship isn't a form of church mm, write that down <laughs> church is a form of fellowship, <laughs> fellowship he's checking fellowship, it no, it's, it's not no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, 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 you know you know when you drop them bars that have the comma in the middle yeah, 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 yeah. Down. Yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah like did you get that it's yeah. about it's about coming together and I think so one of the things the church has to have um, spoke about I think teaching the word 100% yeah, 100%. Like, it has to have that because I'm not just teaching or, like obviously teaching we're not just you know manipulating scripture to yeah. fit your own mm-hmm. ideals and <coughs> and what <coughs> Easy oh, yeah. just cool and what you think is right but yeah teaching christ bro 100 you know if you go yeah. to a church and they don't teach christ run away bro. yeah i think i think the big i think there's a there's a there's a there's a, there's a slight there's not even a slight but there's a difference yeah, between yeah there's a difference between um like a Bible study that we're going to talk about, like a Bible study and the preaching you get at church. Mm-hmm. I think Bible study is more like um, you you, you kind of. I feel like when you preach to people, that's got to be like off, not off the cusp, but like it's got to be more. Um, it's not. It's not rigid within the verse. You you kind of bring in everything together. Oh yeah, you're not. You're not going. But exactly. Deep. You're not. Yeah, you're not Bible analyzing. Exactly. You're you're Bible, evaluating. With a Bible study, you're never not. There's no such thing as overanalyzing. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, preaching, yeah, yeah. you gotta have like you've got to be more skillful in how you analyze it. Like your you have, bro, you yeah. have to you have to, you have to drop forty on like twelve shots. Yeah, you, you haven't got you haven't oh, you haven't got all the time study, in the world. You could take twenty five yeah. shots. Yeah. You can actually yeah. just say like you we do in our Bible study. <laughs> yeah, we do in our Bible study. Like if you can't finish it because the verse is too much to go through, go next week. But in the church, you gotta like people come with some. You gotta let people leave with something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you gotta let literally. I think um, this is the thing. Like one of some of actually the best scriptures I think on what a church is supposed to look like is the first couple of chapters of Revelations. You're very weird. Do you know you're on camera? <laughs> <laughs> you know what he did? He's rubbing his belly and that. No, no, no. My belly felt a bit bloated. I just hear it. Yeah. Like when belly feels a bit bloated. Anyway, anyway, anyway. I think um the first couple of chapters on Revelations actually are some of the best ones. 
because they talk about the different, the different churches, churches. and it too. talks about um yeah. in the second part of Revelations two it talks about the compromise in church the people yeah. who are straying away yeah, from the doctrine the people who let the Nicolaitans come yeah. In. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'm Nicolaitans, bro. And Paul said this interesting thing to Timothy. Mm. He said that um, anyone who teaches something different is arrogant and lacks understanding. Such a person has an unhealthy desire to quibble over the meaning of words. This stirs up arguments, ending in jealousy, division, slander, and evil suspicions. These people always cause trouble. Their minds are corrupt, and they have turned their backs on the truth. To them, a show of godliness is just a way to become wealthy. Um, and I think that this is interesting because when you look at this, this is obviously Paul giving instruction to Timothy. Mm. Um, but it's like the the premise of it is him trying to teach Timothy of how to be a good church leader yeah. Yeah. and it's like he makes an emphasis on teaching the truth and nothing but the truth and that yeah. small divisions and stuff is not necessary as I think that that's something that the church should always be focused on teaching the truth yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's why I like um, some of my favourite preachers like for example Paul Washer always yeah, he always talks about. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't waffle about the intricate small it's stuff. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, the way you guys are living your life. No, it's like um, <laughs> what rough pool, bro. Wow. He's got the beard, bro. Body Bachman, he's pretty Ooh. decent too. Uh-huh. he's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know Vody. I've never listened to Vody. Oh, okay. Vody's decent. He's a bit. Um, but like, yeah, yeah, it's just, I think holding true to the doctrine of Jesus. And what I like about what Paul says is that like, he makes it clear that, yeah, there's going to be stuff that people disagree on and stuff, yeah, but what course. matters is the yeah. truth. Literally. Um, so I think that's something that if you're going to a church and like Jesus isn't the main focus, obviously I understand one week, maybe they might just have a bit of a random service about whatever. How would you say, Jesus, how would you, because deter- like, apart from maybe the wild, like a wild um, example where like, let's just say they just don't preach Jesus. Like, <laughs> that's, just cra- that's a crazy example. How would you be able to like help someone who's distinguishing how Jesus focused the churches, if that makes sense? Because like you said, sometimes there might be a series on, everything should be linked back to Jesus, but you know, realistically, there's some topics that- Yeah, like we like, might preach on, um, oh no, giving. I think you can live back but to I get, you. Get but you can, you can preach a lot of niche topics. Yeah, like, okay, cool. You know, you know what so, like, if they take something relevant that's going on, maybe, and yeah, they spoke like about that. Or even if you, if you spoke on, I don't know, um, let's say you spoke on submission and they just use the example of Gideon or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, let's okay. say, I, I think still that, for that particular actually, case. Yeah, but you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. For that case, though, it's like, cool. Like you guys said, it's not going to be every single word that you may feel that, you know, this guy will be talking about. That's going to be Jesus himself. But there's also ever, um, other parts within the church service that needs to be seen and seen as prevalent. Things like offering and tithes. In terms of how the way Jesus also gave offering and tithes, how is that then showing within the church? And it's those other type of things like the praise, all of those type of things. Are those two representatives of how maybe Jesus yeah. did it? Or is it a case whereby now people are just doing it for the sake of the church? Or, you know, the motto behind it is not for Jesus to, you know, uplift his name. So I wouldn't just direct it just to the word itself because there are still a lot of things in the Bible that, you know, can yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's it. I think it has to reflect Jesus. So, for example, let's say they're teaching on submission and the way they're teaching is almost implying that you should be, you know, oh, yeah, believe in yourself. Yeah, you know, oh, you're yeah. the guy. That's, the again, that's not Christ-like. Yeah. No. I think it, I think this is the thing. This is why it's important. I think outside of church to read your Bible. I understand that sometimes gauge and understanding. Sometimes you might miss stuff because you're just not, you know, maybe if you're young in the faith or even as you're growing older, it's like you don't know everything. But Jesus, the the beautiful thing about Jesus is that cool. Maybe the parables you need a bit of. Oh, what does this mean? 
But a lot of the stuff he says are very black and white. No, the point oh, of the shit. parables is to make it black and white. Sort of yeah. Thing. And even yeah. the parables, often like the stuff he said in the Sermon on the Mount and the stuff he said in the parables are normally the same thing put in different ways. Yeah. Uh, I, so, yeah, go on. No, I was going to say, even so, even shows us in the Bible that Jesus is our high priest and it says that in what Hebrews... Yeah, he well throughout Hebrews to be fair, I can't remember what the pre was it Mac- Melchizedek. Mac- I've never ever been able to understand. I don't know. He what a name though. That's yeah. Hard, yeah, that's a hard name. Actually, the Bible said in church. Yeah, sounds like Manzukic. Because Melchizedek was one of the first priests. I'm like, like, he wasn't I'm part of the house. I can't lie. He wasn't. He wasn't part of the house. He wasn't a Levite. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't a Levite. He was the first priest. But yeah, it's like outside of it. It evidently shows us that Jesus should be in all the church. He should be seen as a high priest. Wait. Go no, yeah, I was gone. No, 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 I was gonna say, yeah, that's actually crazy because he wasn't a Levi, he became a priest, kind of reflects the Gentile accepting Christ sort of thing as well. Yeah, Gentiles weren't Jews, but they, they now have access to Christ. It's yeah, the, the whole that. point of Melchizedek and Jesus, talking yeah. about Hebrews, that Jesus kind of like the Melchizedek, like the foreshadowing, and yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, I, what I was gonna say, um, the question oh. was on. How do you realize Jesus isn't the central focus of your church? Well, how do you go about how do you, yeah, finding that cool. out? Cool. I don't know. Maybe I'm extremist, but hmm? I can't yeah. think of a I can't think of a situation or something that you want to teach in church. Yeah, and Jesus you can't just link it back. Yeah, to like Christ. I can't. Like, yeah, like, for I example, actually can't. I understand Jesus if you're doing a so. For example, the worst church service I've ever been to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was on judgment about how God's going to judge us. I didn't yeah. hear the cross of Jesus once. Ooh. Like how can you not? Do but when I tell you, I, I, like how, when he said it was done, I said, so yeah. what, "What was the?" I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Genuine question. Genuine question. Like, how do you, how do you like um, give grace for like a bad service? If that oh, makes you sense. just because you know, like I'm not saying like maybe <coughs> that church actually isn't good. I don't know. Do you think it's mad to go to pastors? But let's just say there's a service that you go to. And it was like that and it was that bad. Like, I how think, do you... I think this now goes into it as well. So, in the Bible, it makes it very oh, clear. Somebody's been an off day, innit? No, no. I think Dookie definitely had an off day or he wasn't live yet. I feel like he might have not been ready for the... But yeah. Um, Maybe he just missed his notes, like, lost the page. No, you don't, you don't miss a page for that, man. No, no, I'm trying to give him. No, like, give him no, some wiggle no, no, no. Or maybe it was like every pastor. I feel like every pastor, every single Sunday. No, 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 I know, I know. But the thing about the Jesus one is really hard to do. No, no, yeah, no, I can't. I can't explain. I agree, yeah, but what if it's a rich and really bad? No, 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 I think it's not. It's not about the cross. I think it's trying to bad day in it. No, I think he had a bad day in it. But this is the thing. When I tell you guys, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. That's not but bad. But this day, is the thing. Bro. This is the thing I realized, didn't it? Firstly, there always has to be grace for this. But secondly, um, the thing about Jesus may not be preached there, in it. But there's the first thing of the conduct of like the rest of the service is Jesus reflected. And like for example, let's say they're preaching on on something, yeah, and they incorporate. Um, giving and loving and they yeah, use yeah. maybe some scripture from First John the, and First Corinthians talk about love and yeah, God is love yeah. and whatnot. They may not talk about Jesus explicitly but I think that's why it's important to come to to go through scripture and understand who Jesus is because then you realise when where Jesus is in the scripture because uh, what they say Jesus said um, they come to something looking for the scriptures but they don't understand that they find me something. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. When he's talking to the Pharisees. <coughs> and, and yeah, the way I, the way I, the oh, way I paraphrase that was yeah, bongo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I remember the story. The they, Pharisees, they follow, uh, yeah, the don't, Pharisees, don't they talk about following Abraham, Moses, or whatever you teach, but 
they don't know that they I mean, follow they, yeah. yeah like this is the thing that you have to realize that everything yeah. in the word is everything yeah. in the word relates back to Jesus isn't it, it the re- the re- you know it doesn't reflect Jesus if they're talking about love in a way that Jesus wouldn't he's the and word that became flesh bro in the first couple of books that you read Amen. in the bible That's you've got to touch I think Matthew or John just to bro. get an understanding of who is Jesus and what was he about yeah. so that when now because it's very easy for example um, uh, let me just think of a scripture Oh, Philippians 4.13, I can do, can do all things. things through Christ, you Somebody can preach a whole thing on that That's that will so tell cool. you, you can do this, you can do that, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though they mentioned that, or that, or that, Or that one that says, oh, um, have faith and you can move these mountains. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So you can take a scripture like that, yeah, and not revert back to Jesus. And Mine this is the thing, you can even talk about Jesus and not preach on Jesus. You can be there talking about Jesus said this. Oh, so for example, for example, yeah. see when Jesus sat with the tax collectors and the sinners? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fine. As long as they don't affect your conduct, you can do whatever you want with whoever you want. Somebody could preach that and use scriptures. I, th- I think that if you gave That's, me an hour, yeah. I could if even use the gospel and preach something again. completely yeah, yeah, yeah. contrary to yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And this is the thing why I think the only way to really tell if Jesus is at the center of your services is to know who Jesus is. Yeah. Because then you can really gauge, hmm. There's a, there's a self, there's a, there's an aspect of self, um, self revelation, self like um, reflection. Like you got to look at yourself and be like, cool. I'm coming on Sunday to learn the word of God. Outside of Sunday, how much am I reading the Bible to know that what I'm hearing, I can be like, "Mm, let me G check that with what the word says or whatever. I I heard um, a preacher say something that, um, the only role of a pastor or a preacher is to give their congregation more Jesus. That's it. And that's it. Like, yeah. and I think that that's why when you say what is Jesus? Jesus is love. Like Jesus is ser- yeah, that was a hard life. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. Clean shaven. Shouts to Paul, innit? Yeah. But um, like I think when you look at it like that and you realize who is Jesus, he mm. was service. He was putting others first. Oh, he was Jesus. loving. And when you do, so anything that you're preached, take it back. Hmm. Is this Christ-like? You talk yeah. about the church as a whole reflecting Jesus. Mm. When, whatever you, whatever you learn or read, hmm, would this, if I was to do everything that I learned from this sermon, would I look more or less like Jesus? 100%. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the, a very healthy way. To that's the thing. That's a good measure. I can't lie. Um, um, so what else do you not think a church is meant to provide? Cool. Obviously teachings <coughs> are given. Um, Acts 2, 42 says all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to fellowship and to sharing and meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. And that's quite a, a nice So community. Community, yeah. yeah. Fellowship. And even what is community though? <coughs> I, that that's what I was yeah, what that's you mean what, by that? Because it's like <laughs> because, because, because for example, you, you know some churches some churches kinda make you feel bad if you don't chill for two hours after church. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, like some people kinda like raw, like why are you always cutting like and they kinda like Kind of make you feel like if you can't. Why are they doing it in a like? You have to stay. Or is it more of like? It's a oh, thing it will, of you'll help you. Like. It's a thing of some people kind of make you think you're not really. Obviously, you have to spend time with people to be. Yeah, but yeah. it's like they kind of. Mm, if you're not chilling with the guys and if you're not really because community, I think yeah, there's so one thing to be part of the community and there's another thing to. I don't know how to explain it, but. Basically, some people make it a thing of if you're not chilling with us and spending loads and loads of time with us with us after service, coming to this place, yeah. then you're not really, you're not really, li- community. You're not really part of it. But mm. I don't think that's fair. No, I think that what community looks like, you see in James, um, I think it's James 5 or 6. There's six. no six chapters in James. Oh, it's 5. Right. Get the elders to pray, where someone's sick, call the yeah. elders to pray for you. Um, yeah. 
Um, I think that's what oh yeah, it says here. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray for you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick. No, I'm just reading off my notes. Um, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may Did be you healed. Think I was talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> and I think why that scripture is important is because it speaks of a couple of things. Because it's like if you're sick or you're sinning, it says for you to ask these people to pray for you and whatever. Mm. The point of community is that you see that these are people that can pray for me. Because a lot of people are sick, they go to church to go home. Did you do you think, oh sister, oh could you help me? Oh brother, could you help me? Community is knowing we I can lean on you. Yeah, yeah, hundred. And like sometimes you may not be there every time after service, but it's like the small things, like for example, we're having this debate with somebody the other day on whether you should or shouldn't sing happy birthday to people in church. <laughs> somebody yeah. said somebody somebody genuinely said to me, that's probably gonna listen, that they think that church shouldn't do it. Why? So, Why? What, like, stop the service and say happy birthday to that person? Yeah, like, yeah, like at the beginning of the service, oh, so oh. birthday, happy birthday. But why? Because you so might forget someone's birthday or something. Sound about destructive on the service. Come on, bro. But I think that stuff is nice because that's what builds community. Because, yeah. like, we know each well, other. We do it life. Yeah. 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 And I feel like it's knowing that these are people that I can trust for prayer, advice, things like that, using people. Mm. I feel no. like it's, it goes both ways, though, because <laughs> I think community is it's established by both of you in the sense that the church should make you feel available that I can lean on you. But you also have to have the willingness to yeah. to go out there. Because sometimes yeah. there are people there willing to pray for you, help you, support you, or do all of these things. But you're kind of in a box and you don't allow them to give you that, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I feel like for, for churchgoers as well, or congregation or whatever you want to call um, these people, you have it's on you as well to be able to... How do you kind of break out of that show? Cause I feel like, let's say you find a new church or you don't know anybody, it can be very daunting to kind of find that community to yeah to, to lock in you know it's for me like even speaking of my personal church journey I, I I'm, not, I'm not even there yet I'm not even gonna lie like I haven't really locked into like actually seeking proper community but I feel like maybe it's an excuse but uni just makes it very very hard because like I'm in new, I'm in ends for like one week mm-hmm. I mean I mean what about, like, your, church? What about your church in uni my church in uni <laughs> I, don't, I just don't I don't think I use them if I'm being real like I I go to church every week and I know the people there. I know the pastor there and all of that. Like he's cool, but I don't know. Maybe maybe. Do you, do you ever feel like you don't need them? Yeah, but not in a cocky way. But it's like I don't know. Like I feel like there will be like I've I've had a need that, that I feel like I do need other people for sure. Like older people, like other than my friends, other other than you guys. So also support me in the journey. But I don't know. It just hasn't maybe felt. Natural and again, maybe maybe that's me in it, but it just hasn't felt like the burden on my on my heart that I need these people to support me. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, I know I know they do though. I'm not saying oh mm-hmm. I'm I'm good like you man are enough or anything like that. I feel like we, we all need people who are older than us, people in our church. But I just like I don't feel established anywhere if I'm being real, like mm-hmm. in any of my church settings to have people. Yeah, no, I feel yeah, like that's, I feel like being comfortable and being kind of rooted in a church definitely pours into it, the community. It's different. Like I don't think I'm rooted anywhere. If I'm being real, like my church union, I just see it as church union. That like, is good. There's nothing wrong with it, but I'm not immersed there. Maybe when it's weird because you're always going to leave. You know what is, yeah? When uni ends, you're going to leave. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I so it's like, I don't know if it's a waste of. T- I, I don't see it as a waste of time. But like, I just subconsciously, you just it's like, like Bob, innit? You know, you know, there's an end. I could always know like maybe one week Easter holidays. I'm going to be home. No, no, no. It stops you from locking in. But them. Don't you think, like, because you're there at that point in time, you, you should still lock in? No, you should. But do you think that fellowship stops that as well? Not stops it, but... What? In terms of what? Fellowship? You have community. What, alive? Yeah, yeah, I have I have community. 
you get what I mean? So that kind of does, that kind of does. But again, I just have, I guess, like Quab said, maybe my mindset is wrong. Like, I have that, I'm leaving mindset. I feel like when I come back to you, when I come back to ends, and I'm going somewhere every week, and this is a place that I know God wants me, then I'll be more willing to kind of. Because you're there for a longer time. Do you pull pull more into universe? That's the whole, but that's the whole thing of James saying, bro, how do you know you have tomorrow? Yeah. That's not well, actually seven. It's true. No, it's you, true. You can, you can, had, um, look, tomorrow is unpromised. What did he say? How dare you? Did he say, how dare you think that? Yeah. yeah. He said, how dare you but think that? I, like, I don't know, like, I'm asking you, man, this. I feel yeah. like I'm waiting for the opportunity to do that, if that makes sense. Like, I don't well, feel... into a church? No, the opportunity oh. to... Lean on people if they're making. Well, you gotta say, come here, bro. But you say though, I feel like sometimes it doesn't have to be that deep as well. Because I feel like if you spend time outside church talking to people, whatever, whatever, that's also part of being part of the community as well. Mm. You know, you know, a cheeky burger and pizza after church. You have to remember part of the community though. But it's like cool. You're part of the community, so you have to then tell yourself, what am I pouring in, and then what do I want to pour out to now spread onto other people? Because there's one thing cool. You go to church, you may find an age bracket of you. Oh yeah, you may think subconsciously that we have to just, you know connect and help travel grow but at the end of the day you have to that's to be a bit of like, mm, like a bit of, not, not, actually I'll say this one maybe a bit of selfishness that cool I want to develop certain areas in my life is this the right community for me no, no that's if, it. If, if, if it's a case whereby there's certain things that um, you know that's a bit overloading or a bit daunting given the fact that oh you guys are in the same church then is it really the community that you want to pour your best in yeah no you I can't lie I think, I think if you're when it comes to picking the church that you want to stay in that is important. Like, you have to be a little bit selfish. Because why are you going? It's like why would you go to a school where you don't learn? Yeah, yeah. yeah Why would you go to a shop you can't buy anything in? Like, that's a great that's point. A, that's no, a that's a very good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Some people you go to school when you don't learn. Obviously, like Cause guy okay, maybe uni is a better example because school we didn't really have a choice. You went where your mom sent you in it. <laughs> but when it came to uni, a lot of you sometimes academics wasn't really the vibe. It was more so where's the man? Um, that's that's what made me pick my uni because it was like. No, because if I had two choices, I was gonna go UEA or Loughborough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well you snakes me, so I didn't go. That's <laughs> Damn. So I was gonna go. I was getting gonna snakes go. Snakes and clearing is crazy. Now nah, getting snakes and clearing is crazy. <laughs> You're on hold. Axe comes back. I said, I'm trying to spell him. Oh, I said to Aston by the way. I'm like, bro, I brushed it off. He's like, oh. <laughs> I was gonna go sorry with DSQ. They didn't bust me. I said, yeah, oh. this guy didn't get the trade. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> full you know what's so funny? Yeah. No, like no one wanted him, bro. That's crazy. Nah, bro. No, no, no. You look like your boy dead in the eye. Be like, yeah, I'm going to the same uni. And on the phone, you're like, yeah, man. Like, let me go to that uni instead, didn't it? That's a trade, bro. Bro, you were supposed to go Aston. Bro, they gave me the offer, but you have to accept it on the spot. I'm like, wait, wait, give me a second. Axe is taking long to pick up the call. Eventually, oh yeah, I'm going to Aston. Bro, you never showed me angle, bro. Oh. No, so you could have gone Aston. Bro, yeah. You know what? Yeah. It's miscommunication, man. Yeah. It worked for the best. That was scary, that Westie. Me, Axe, and Jeff and Clive <laughs> Passage. <laughs> what about me being there? The equi- equilibrium, bro. Um, but like, yeah, no. Nah, I think that's a that's a thing. You have to think about, like, cool. I think, so we've spoken on two things. Teaching mm. and community. Mm. Those are two things that the Bible makes it very clear. Church is for. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important, especially for us. We're very privileged, but I think it's a blessing and a curse. We're lucky that we have community with mm. each other, and mm-hmm. even just other people, whether it's fellowship, people on the pod, whatever. Um, so sometimes we go to church, and we don't really feel like we need it. Mm. Um, but we have to realize that firstly we do because we're not with each other all the time, mm-hmm. and there's gonna come a time where you're gonna be in church every week. We're not gonna see each other every week. Mm. We don't see each other. We don't question you. We don't see each other. Say for instance, you are already in the church, and all right, let's say for instance your your case, Napson. Yeah, you've been in the church for a second. 
and you see that maybe there's someone there in the congregation that needs to be part of that community, mm. is it a case whereby you just feel like, oh, because my man's just there, I'm going to go up to him? Or do you let like, the spirit kind of lead you onto that person? Go do it. Cool. Hear me out. No, no, no. Honestly speaking, that's one of the things I'm, that's my worst thing. That's like, in all my serving or whatever, that's mm. the one thing, yeah, I struggle the most because just the way I am, I'm only like comfortable around. I'm. I'm you're comfortable with you're comfortable. I'm comfortable with I'm comfortable with. You're only like perfect conditions. No, no. I like to hustle. I like to grind. I'm a hustler in it. But my thing is, yeah, like talking to other people and like um, bringing them into my fold and and whatnot is. I'm I'm I'll happily accept someone in it. But, but you're like, not. You're not. I'm just never. I'm not. Yeah. I've never been that guy to just go out and like go make a new friend. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm, yeah. Like I just you know like. If you end up talking to me, calm, like, if we kick it, be friends in it sort of thing. And that's just, that's how I am in it. But when I've come to Christ, what I've realised is, like, we were saying earlier, like, the other episode, um, A Friendly Face, like, it does so much. Yeah. It changes the game. I think like, that kind of thing, you don't just, need to be spirit-led with, like... You don't, yeah, exactly. Like some, I was talking to somebody... It's one of them things, events. you just got to go. With anything in the Bible, anything that's biblical, you don't need... So yeah, that's Someone was telling me about... We are talking something about evangelism, they're like, oh, like, how do you evangelise? You know, if God hasn't led you, go speak to that person the Great Commission. Yeah. Same way, like, the Bible talks about community and sharing, uh, Galatians 6.2, sharing one another's burdens. Some people will be like, I don't know if I'm the anointing for it. Yeah. You don't need to say, like, sometimes we over, we, we over mystify these things that, oh, yeah. because God didn't say, I didn't feel like urging in my heart. It's a game, bro. Just and it's like, bro, like, play. literally, bro, like, just get busy. Just come on, play, bro. Come on, play, bro. Come on, play, bro. in the crypto arena. Just jump in. It goes back to the thing that we said about serving like bro when i think this is why it's important to know what the church is supposed to offer when you know that the church is supposed to offer community it's yeah. not just about oh what community can i find how can i build this community because like, it's just out of the spectrum it's not only talking about um new believers trying to find a community but it's now those people that are there, you know in the open man open this is the thing the like now. this is the thing like that's why i like revelations too so much because when jesus is talking he's like this is what you lot have to do for the church and it makes it realise that church and how a church is built is not just about the leaders, it's about us. Fun enough, I was actually going to do IGTV on this. I've been storing it for time. Revelations 2, oh 12. Oh my IGTV. God, I still haven't done one. <laughs> you are, bro, you're on a brush thing. It's been four years. Have you done one? Yeah, it's yeah, been four no, years. It's calm, it's calm. I've done one. It's never coming. Should say you might do the brotherhood thing. If I drop the IGTV, oh. it might go crazy. Like this. All right. No, no I'm just Tips saying up. it. I'm going to hold it. But it's like, you see, you see Revelations 2, Two yeah, when it talks about the the compromising uh, church and how they're letting people that were teaching wrong doctrine. Teach, yeah. It talks Similar about it talks well. about it doesn't just say the leader should read out. It says you who are in the church who have the ears to hear, listen. Mm -hmm. And it's like I feel like we have to recognize that as people in churches, like that we have a responsibility in mm. building community. We have a responsibility in teaching as well. Not that we should be on the pulpit, but cool. They're talking to somebody after service. Oh, how did you find the service? Oh, I didn't really understand this. Oh, well, let's go over our notes. Like, mm. why are you saying? Oh, Oh, go speak to the pastor. Why didn't you help them yourself? Like, are you because you're good enough to read or what? Like, this is the thing that we have. You're right. There's two sides to the spectrum. I feel like because uh, some people are listening to this, maybe looking for a church, but some of you that will also be in a place where you've been in a church and you're thinking this may not be relevant. But you need to think about to what extent am I helping to build up this church? Not just just because you're in worship team and not do more. It's, it's, nah, it's beautiful that you said that because it now counteracts that sense of hierarchy. Say, for instance, if it's a new believer. It, well, obviously, judging on the person, they're not gonna go straight away. Be like, "Oh, yeah, pastor," because it, it may not be in them. They may not be comfortable within that mm. church. But then that's where the community now has to come in and intervene in a way 
not say for instance being that place of that past or that elder or someone but tr- having the confidence in yourself that yeah I do know enough and I can go talk to someone else and show them the ways and you know eventually show them that this is the community for them and hopefully help their lives prosper and you know this is the thing um, there's a saying that um, you know when somebody comes into your house they will treat it how they see you treat it yeah. If when you're in church, your service, oh, you okay? The new believers come in. Right, that's what I think. That's one of my favorite things I like about my church. Sometimes I can't lie, I find new communities a little bit overbearing because it's better convo, isn't it? I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, like, yeah, sometimes yeah. man just not with it. Man is saying, oh, you okay? Like or like, leave me alone, yeah. innit? But one thing I like about my church is after, oh, yeah, right, someone will convo you. And like, when you, oh, the, the, the a bit of convo is, you can see that people are very friendly with each other and it makes you like, oh, cool. If everyone's on this, it's not that awkward. Do you get? Mm, and because you can see like people are doing their bit, people are helping this. You see somebody is doing worship, then they're helping over here. Somebody's doing this. You see people like praising worship. People are just going around praying for each other. It's like raw, like this is what everyone's on. I'll get with the vibe. Cliquey churches breed more cliques because it's like yeah. if if you walk into a church and you see the worship man chill together, the young boys chill together, these men from this area chill together. You go there and your first thought isn't oh let me build communities, let me get locked into a clique, and nobody ever solves the issue because people get with the vibe. If you mm. walk into a motive and everyone's vibing, what are you going to do? Vibe. vibe. You get into the motive, everyone's eating, what are you going to do? Grab food. Like mm. That's why you have to really realise when you're in a church, what kind of vibe am I giving off to anybody who enters? And that's mm. the thing, when you look at Jesus here, Jesus, any time that somebody would hear about Jesus here, when they'd come and see him and the disciples, the vibe that they get immediately of, if I come here and I'm part of these men, I have to love, I have to serve, I have to give. Because it's what Jesus was doing. It's what mm. the disciples were doing. And we have to deep that that's what the early church was about. The thing about in Acts 2, everyone sharing their belongings. That's why I, I never understood why Ananias and Sapphira had to die. But now I realised something. The culture that these had built in the early church was so sacred and so beautiful. The first two people that tried to completely contravene it, God had to say, you're, you're disrupting what I've built here. Do you get it? And people, it's a bit harsh to collapse them. Is it really? Mm, the church was perfect and you two people wanted to do up the whole thing. Done with you. Like, mm. And I think that's why we have to think that as ambassadors of Christ, we have a duty in doing what God's will is. And God's will for his body is to see it built up, to see it be a place of teaching, praying. It talks about the elders um, praying for one another. Um, and it says this also. It says that um, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. You see somebody there that need healing. Why didn't you go pray for them? Somebody's crying. Oh, some that, oh yeah, go to the intercessory team. Who are you? I feel like we need to have more confidence as the body of Christ that we yeah, have yeah. the tools to solve each other's problems. Like that's why we're, that's why we're a body, isn't it? Like mm. at the end of the day, like you don't need to be on the intercessory team to go and pray and, 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 and pray in power and bring healing to someone. Like I feel like the church, the church itself, like just the body of believers are so strong. But that's why, again, is the is the culture and the teaching behind those um behind those things that kind of kind of corrupt that kind of knowledge because if there's so much emphasis on structures and roles and all of that then people don't feel the freedom to go and do all of these things the thing I, lo- I love about the early church um in Acts two um forty two and all of that is that bro there's no roles I don't they don't talk about those any roles there and obviously they speak about roles in the few but in terms of like the they were saying the body of believers they shared food. They dedicated themselves to the apostles' teaching. They, 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 the they were all one. They were spreading the word. They were doing all that. There was. It just shows that these were just a group of people following Christ. It looks they, they don't mention any gifts they had. Maybe I'm not saying they didn't, but they don't, there's no mention of anything special. These yeah, were just people like, who for came example, together, you see that helping one another. John and Peter. They went to spread the word. They got arrested. They came back. Said that all the believers prayed with them. Do you get um, what I mean? They're and not, it's, it's actually funny special. because I've been reading Acts in it like 
recently, and it's funny because I started reading Acts and then my church started, <laughs> they've been in this interesting thing. I can't, at times it's been a bit weird for me, but basically, like for the past like four weeks, I think we've only had one normal service. Like when I say it's been weird, you go in here, there's no chairs. I'm thinking, let's get a man sitting on the floor and that, but it's tapped. Huh? Doing what though? So cool, this is the thing. So at first I said, what's, what's, what's going on, bruv? And did worship, then somebody started preaching. And after, we had a session. Uh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, let me explain. Okay. So it, was, it went on for like three or four weeks, innit? And everyone was a little bit confused as to why this was happening. Mm-hmm. So like we go on, somebody will give a word. Then they say, oh, um, one, one, they give a small word and then ask a question, said discuss. Then one time it was just a praise and worship session. I was kind of like that too. Like, one time I was going to church, someone said, yes, praise and worship. I said, Where's the service going to come back? <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, so then I think, not last week, the week before that, we went and it was a normal service again. I said, oh yeah, this is calm. And the pastor was preaching, he said this thing. He was like, he basically said he's changing the vision of the church and he was modeling it off the um, early church. Early church. He was saying that, the whole, you see the whole thing about the gifts. It says no that, chairs. Nah, he was saying that just kind of to prove a point. Mm. But um, <laughs> the whole thing about um, using your gifts for one another. He said that in the early church and in the Bible in general, Anybody who has a gift should use it. It talks about it in First Corinthians, I think, fourteen or twelve. For the benefit, for the benefit, for the benefit of the church. How, yeah. Like that's what the church is supposed to be. And I think when we talk about what does a good church have, a good church is a place that does two things for me. It, um, with good teaching, encourages you to develop an independent relationship with God. Yeah. I think that's the thing why I said that. I, why I, I, the Catholic Church sometimes used to run me the wrong ways because sometimes I feel like they didn't stress that enough. And I feel like that's one of the key things of a church. It should be pushing you to a place of reliance on God, not reliance on the church. That's the first thing. Secondly, it should be a place that promotes you using your gifts. That's not necessarily say, oh, sing or preach. Your gifts in terms of anything, whether you're a good speaker, whether you're, you're gifted in prayer, whatever it be, that it should be a place that makes you rely on God and makes you use your gifts. What do you mean by reliance on God? So, for example, there are some churches... As yeah, in more than the church or just reliance on God and not the church? Reliance on God. So for example, there are, so for example, your church should be encouraging you to pray in your own time, to read in your own time, to go and find out God for your own for yourself. You see it? Oh. And the teaching then, in church is, then, is the then, kind of teaching that should push you to go and do that. Oh yeah, but then yeah. those go hand in hand then. Huh? Those don't doesn't don't they those two go hand in hand? The church and that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the church should oh, be yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's what I'm saying that a bad church is one that does not do that. A church yeah. that forces reliance on the church yeah, yeah, is a bad church. Like as in like as in like just the, you just need the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For example, church, I heard a pastor say this in it. Yeah. I heard a pastor say this. There's a there's somewhere it talks about um when Paul says um building up your body is good, but spiritual disciplines are better, something along those lines. Yeah. So I said, Yeah, spiritual disciplines. Said the first two spiritual disciplines, going to church and serving in church. I took off my glasses, I said, What? I said, This is spooky because then if I'm hearing this, I'm thinking, okay, cool. So me building up my spiritual life is going to church, serving in church. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's not right. Yeah. Firstly, because it's not true. Secondly, because... <laughs> um, secondly, because it's like... I don't even, I'm not even necessarily saying he did it on purpose because those are two things that are good. Yeah. But it's like, what kind of message are you yeah. sending to your congregation? Because yeah. if you come out of... If coming out of that, you might... Again, church attendance. But the church, church supposed to build you serving, up, isn't it? Might, yeah. be your, might be your, your goal, if that makes sense. And like, might as long be as I'm doing this... I'm, I'm good. It might the wrong idea what's going on. And it might even equal some pride as well because yeah, yeah, you start I've been in church six weeks in a row. Where's yeah, your team? Where's your team? We're like, oh, look what I do oh, in church. This is what that's how you get hierarchy yeah, in church. That's what we're talking about in the mm. other episodes. Like, oh, this is what I do in church. What do you do? Like, you're a little fish. <laughs> I don't even chat to me, bro. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Get, you start doing something, then we can talk kind of I thing. Think so that's that's the, I hear it. talking of that, I think a good church is somewhere where the 
Acts spoke about before where the culture reflects Jesus. Yeah, of yeah. course. So if it's somewhere, for example, you know when the disciples are having this thing about who was greater and Jesus said, none of that, bro. <laughs> none of that. So if it's a church that's having them kind of debates, none of that, bro. It spoke about there in Timothy about this whole thing about greed and jealousy and division. None of that. I saw, I watched an amazing video the other day by this guy, I forgot his name, Apostle Arokpo, something like that in Nigeria, innit? Gee. And um, he basically... Was he a he was, but that's not the point. Mm. Um, so basically, there was these two. There's these two kind of famous um, preachers, kind of prophet, kind of big Pentecostal preachers that were having. They've been having some back and forth, and it got a bit nasty, oh, innit? Ronaldo. Yeah, it was, it was getting a bit nasty. It was over some it's very menial stuff. Somebody was saying about miracle money. Someone said that's not biblical, and then it started to get a bit miracle nasty. Some money. of the comments were a bit. You get it, innit? Yeah. So this guy came out and said this thing. He said, "Guys." The body of Christ is not about hierarchy. The body of Christ is not about who's right or wrong. It's about reflecting Jesus. Mm-hmm. And there's a scripture where it talks about, um, I got baptized by Apollos, I got baptized by Paul. Yeah, and, but uh, God brings Paul, the increase. Paul, Paul came yeah. and said that it's not about following man. I think it's... Is that, is that or me, as you know, Paul planted, Apollo planted, planted Apollo's seed, but God is... No, no that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that one. That's not what I'm talking about. It's another one that talks about like... I know the one Beyonce talking about. I don't know. I thought you were talking about uh, thought, Paul planted, yeah, Apollo's like, watered, uh, but yeah, God is the one that brings yeah, the increase. Yeah, um, but it's like it's interesting because it's like I feel like your church should always breed that kind of culture where whoever's preaching, whoever's doing whatever, we're all here for the same purpose, and that's yeah. Jesus. Amen. And I think that if you're in a church where even at the slightest they're not doing that, it's not saying oh shut down the church and leave, but it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Alex, take down the system. Chill. That's happened before, you know. Turn off the program. That happened, happened to a church in London. Where it just got shut down. Blow, it was it? He, what, yeah. it was. Oh, Houston Rocket. Um, basically, there was a lot of um, like manipulation yeah. and abuse and stuff going to church. Couple churches should do that though. No, hundred percent. Like just blow, like just, yeah, just blow, like, enough. Yeah, yeah like that happens. Like even look at First Corinthians three five. After all, who is Apollos? Who is Paul? We are First Corinthians three chapter. Yeah, chapter yeah, three yeah, verse five. Right. After who? Who's Apollos? Who's Paul? We are only God's servants. The through whom we whom wow English. After all, who's <laughs> Apollos? Who's Paul? We are only God's servants through whom you believe the good news. Each of us did the wo- the work the Lord gave us. You know, I'm saying I plant a seed in your hearts and Apollos watered it, but God who made it grow. I'm saying yeah. So and it's, it's some interesting. It's not early. important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. Exactly. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose. And both will be rewarded for Mons. their own hard work. For we are yeah. both God's workers and you are God's field. You are God's building. You know what I'm saying? For no one can lay the foundation other than the one who already has, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it says something <clears throat> interesting at the end. It says, so don't boast about following a particular human leader for everything exactly. belongs to you. Whether Paul or Apollos or Peter or the mm, world let's or life. That. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. When you look at division, yeah, it's like, and it says something interesting. It says that those of you who are focused on they this... They told me to happy birthday to him. It says that... <laughs> <laughs> what? He's talking about... <laughs> Says, um, doesn't that, it says that um, doesn't that prove about. that you are controlled by your sinful nature? Aren't you living like people of the world? I feel like if you see something going on in the church, yeah, and you realize this doesn't look like Jesus, you need to start having conversations. Like, I feel like this is something that we should get used to. Because when we realize, you see the thing I said about oh, how you look after your house, people look after it accordingly. Mm. When you realize that the body of Christ and your church is somewhere where you, it's your home. When mm. you look at it like that, then any issue in your church, you want to take care of. Oh, facts, yeah. like, and this is the thing I feel like we don't look at it like that we think this is my pastor's church yeah. Yeah. this is the church where I worship yeah. and if that's the case not say oh this is my thing leave your thing but as long as you're here look after your house like 
Do you get it? Like, obviously, like, your auntie's house, that's home as well. That's like your second home. Mm. But you look after your... When you, when it's in your house and your auntie comes, you when wouldn't ask her to when you're in your auntie's house, you're not, you're not obligated to get the broom out and Do you start, get it? And start in your house, it. But, but you when you, when you enter her house, if you start on the floor, you're like, oh, pick it up, put it. Do you, you know get, what I mean? But this is the thing that's yeah. interesting. It's like, in your house, that's where you're obligated to tidy it. Mm. So in your house, you see somebody saying, why are you wearing braids? That's not good. Then you have that conversation, like, auntie, yo, like, what, where's, where's this coming from kind of scripture I yada, think just yada, yada. a lot of us don't look at the churches at home I think that's yeah. the thing that's yeah. why we, we feel like we're we're, we're, we're yeah. visitors yeah. Like, or the script says sojourners jeez sojourners. bro <laughs> sojourners what, what, what translation is that one bro sojourners CBT I think it's KJV CSB but yeah like I feel like we don't really see the church as our not all of us anyway obviously there's definitely some people who do so we don't really feel that obligation to kind of take matters in our own hands. And I feel like we have too much, we play too much respect for, I think we have too much respect sometimes in the sense that we feel like we can't... Question. Question. Like, Do you get yeah. what I mean? Like, like, it's always like, like position of heart. Like, it's, it's not bad to ask a question. Like, like, it's not. But I feel like know, we, just see, we just see ourselves so as, now the, I have a question. as a little fish. If you go to church, yeah. you question one of the leaders or elders about saying, don't ask questions. Uh-huh. So what the church leader doing? What do you not do next? It's crazy. I'm but like, are you, how are you oh, questioning? Yeah, how do I question? Let's run a scenario. Um, um, we don't do enough. So they're preaching on um, <laughs> Philippians four thirteen, and it says, you know, this scripture shows us through Christ we can do anything. So if you have your mind on this plan, do it. Jesus will support you. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, hmm. In the so middle of the oh, no, 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 no. Oh, so then after cool, you go to your youth, you say, hey, brother, Sasa, I can't lie. This. I don't really think that this is what the Bible says. You know, it says that the Lord will ordain your steps. James 4 says this is that. They said, no, 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 don't question. It's what the pastor prayed on. He preached it. What did he do next? That's crazy. And that is okay. Clearly, no one can answer my question by the pastor, innit? So you got to you you go make up, an appointment. You go you up another one, innit? You, you, you go up, you go up, yeah. To be fair, cool, like, or do you have access to the pastor? It's not even necessarily like just access as in like, oh, can you actually but sometimes the church might actually just be big, innit? So like you can't you can't actually get to the pastor himself. So I know we didn't necessarily answer that question of what you should do next, but this brings us on something. I had a conversation with somebody the other day, a good friend of mine. I know they're gonna watch this, is it? So I'm not gonna name drop it, but Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to name the church. So they went to a church in it, trying out a church, and they said that it was incredibly difficult to access the pastor. When I say incredibly difficult, I'm talking, you have to make like an appointment. Like they said that it's like he's in seven. <laughs> like they said that you have to make an appointment for two, three weeks, but even when they make an appointment, two, sometimes... Three weeks. three weeks. The GP gave me an appointment in two days. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, like they said no. that it's really difficult. And Wait, they was like a massive church. No, not really, I'll be real. Damn. Yeah. Wait, when you sit on when you, where you're sitting in the church here, yeah, can you visibly see yeah, the pastor's yeah, face? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. The way the way the way the, the, way the church like is up, the church it's is not massive. It's not a massive building. It's not more than 150 people. I don't think. 150. You can't see the pastor. So. Finish what you're saying because I have a question. So no. cool. So then, so then they were like to me that they didn't. They were trying out the church. They're trying to find the church, and they were saying that they didn't really like it because. They think to them anyway. So having a relationship with the elders in the church is really important because I think, as per James five, it's very important. It's, it's very important. It's, and this is it. Give me scripture. It's um, advice for elders and young men. Care for the flock that God has entrusted to you. Watch over it willingly, not grudgingly. Wait, not so for what, what you. First James. Peter five. Yeah. Um, um, not grudgingly. Not for what you'll get out of it, but because you are eager to serve God. Don't lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. Um, and it talks about um, yeah. And it says um, to the young people to humble yourselves under the 
under the mighty power of God and, you know, accept the authority of your elders and be humble and whatnot, innit? Um, but I think it's interesting because me personally, I think that having access to the elders in your church is a must for good church. So I'm not, but I'm not going to no, say no, that that I always agree. has to be the head pastor because like yeah. said, sometimes but I feel like if the church is over a certain size, you need to have a leadership team that's accessible. Yeah. Um, and yeah. No, I, so wait, so so she couldn't get access to the pastor for two to three weeks. Why would they get where they get? Is he like, bro, yeah. you tried to set an appointment that says two to three weeks waiting time. But, but what? Is, it is it because he's just got bare appointments or is it like... Is there somebody... Did she go to somebody and ask her why is the waiting time like this? I said, ah, oh, he's busy. Busy? What, the churches are big. Not like that, I'll be real. Isn't the pastor's job... Or like to not be you got to ask him, I don't know. So, you know what I mean? Um, so then he poses a question. How important is that? And is that a problem in the church? I think... You know what it is? I think that's a big issue. But as you said, I feel like... Obviously, in some churches, the pastor actually might just, might not actually be, you know, you can't yeah. actually get to him. Like, it might be yeah, actually like, hard to like get to him because it might be too big or whatever. Yeah, Fair enough, isn't it? But as you said, like, I do genuinely... But as you said, like... I can't get in the room again. Yeah, but as you said, like, there's, 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 there's like, what's it called? Underneath the pastor, there's obviously yeah, elders obviously and other leaders or maybe maybe even important. other pastors yeah, yeah, yeah. that you should be able to get to because, yeah. bro, like, if you have a question, what's you why are you waiting three bro, weeks? Think about yeah, it, yeah. No, 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 think no, about it, think about it. You know, listen, listen, think about it. If you're in a, say, okay, cool, you're listening, yeah? Let's just say you're a listener. Like, you just started coming in, you're just yeah. a listener, yeah? It's part of the congregation. You're just part of the congregation, biding your time. You're you're listening to what the preacher says, yeah? You take it, you're like, cool, I've got a question. Now, Logically, asking the person next to you, like you know, in school, they're like, Oh, if you have a question before yeah, asking yeah, to yeah. ask your partner, whatever, it's doable sometimes, it can help you out. But if you don't know, now you don't know, you don't, now we all don't know, what we just have to wait until we know, bro, like, because <laughs> you know I mean? bro, it's like going to school, yeah, and you can't chat to the teacher. I'm learning about flipping, um. Algebra, I'm learning about what's it called? Differentiation. Moments. And I have a mad question. Yeah. And I have to wait three weeks to answer. You know what? You know I had a problem like that in school before. Well basically <laughs> my teacher, yeah, because she didn't like me, she generally like so in class yeah, well, she took time to I'll be No, she refused cool. the cool so obviously so the teacher will teach the lesson. Yeah. So you're supposed to take the knowledge from there and answer the questions. If you can't you put your hand up. I wasn't allowed to put my hand up. Oh, she wouldn't answer, she wouldn't answer my question. Yeah, <laughs> no, so then eventually so we ended up leaving and I just went to class. To answer that question though, I'd say that I just kind of based on the sense of how, how well, how it says in Hebrews, how Jesus is seen as the high priest, yet he still had time to cast miracles, or say for instance, healing the blind man, etc. So, yes, I understand time does come into play as well, but the fact that, you know, it's so far, uh, it should, in my eyes, I, I don't think it should be so far away that it's almost like, even its own miracle to go chat to So now my question is... <laughs> no, if I, have to, if I have to do two, three weeks, yeah, to speak to the pastor, no, I'm going to have a like, list of things I have to say. It's a miracle to chat to It's part of your prayer plan. But I'm going to bring you me to the Yeah. No, wait, so then now my question is this, obviously, I think that, like we said, like it's a structure thing, isn't it? So if you can't speak... I think that's why in the Bible it talks about elders and deacons because they're just as important because those are the because you might not actually be able to access yeah, the yeah, pastor. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So Sometimes pastors are actually generally yeah, busy. Yeah. Like, so let's say, yeah. It's like their full-time job. So they let's say you go to church, to right? The week. Yeah. You go to church and you don't even know where the elders are, who you don't know who to speak that to. So what do you bad. do about that problem? You can go start asking questions. Who do you ask you don't know who to ask? No, you gotta start. In my opinion, I'm with that whole, like, if you want to find out answer, you got to ask questions. Yeah, yeah. You've got to ask whoever next to you, like, immediate space, innit? 
You ask the person next to you, they don't know. They might point you to a different person. You ask them, you gotta keep asking until you get. Because I'm pretty get sure, to. like, yeah, no, someone will know. Yeah. Yeah. Not even like someone will know, but you know what it is. You see who's yeah. Yeah. like you really. See, you see active, people. Like. You see, bro, you be sitting there, you be looking, you're like, oh, that guy over there, he's getting bad traffic at the end of services. Yeah, like, <laughs> he might be that guy. Yeah. You go over to his Like Nap said, I don't think it's. I don't think it's always the church's responsibility necessarily to be like, ah, oh, every t- every single time in service, this is a senior pastor, this is the minister, yeah, this yeah, is the yeah, apostle. Yeah. Like, I think they should do display board like or sign. Maybe no, display board could, could be helpful, but, but, but I feel like, at, for example, at the end of my church service, they'll be like, oh, okay, uh, we're going to have, we do something in our church called hangouts or whatever. We're going to have hangouts, so there's going to be people around, like, there's going to oh. be people at these like stations or whatever, like, mm. chat to them, get to know them, they'll maybe give you more information about the church. So, these people aren't necessarily ministers or elders, but they're just there. And you, when you stay off the church, and if you really want to know, yeah, yeah. you're able to go to these people and ask. I don't think the church needs to always black and white tell yeah, you, oh, I, this yeah. is an apostle, there's, this there's is a minister, there should be some initiative elder, to like, blah, figure blah, blah, it out. Blah, blah. So, you know, it, it goes back to what you were saying before, Squared, about how something like that, you have to pray for a level of confidence to actually do yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Now going into like a church... The thing is that when it comes to about talking to a church, we have to always remember the door is open, you know. And mm. but the same way that we take it is that cool. We're now entering the house of the Lord. What is there need? What well, what needs to be done now? Are we going to have a conference now? Ask yeah. for those type of things in order to try and uplift us a bit more. To even not even stay in that church, but give us a solidified reason to understand that church is now the most pivotal time in our life. Yeah. And so now I have a question. Do you not think talking about the head pastor himself? Do you not think that it's uh is that a must for you lot to have a relationship with the pastor, priest, minister, whoever that runs the church? I think for what, me. What do you mean by relationship? Yeah, like as in, relationship. Not, not like we speak every day, but like you, he knows your name, you know his name. Like yo, you me personally, I don't say it depends on the size of yeah, the church. No, but like, yeah, I'm, but not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about. I'm talking you. Yeah, like, yeah is it you a must for you? Yeah. Me personally, oh, um, I genuinely feel like I, I, I should have a relationship with the pastor. I feel so like you, um, you'd, you'd rather go to like an intimate church then. Bro, if I had it my way, a church wouldn't be more than a hundred people Same. in a church is too Same. big. A mm. hundred people in a church is way too big. Churches are a problem. Yes. I think big churches. I think because you see all the things we've spoken about, yeah? yeah, teaching, community, all of these stuff become harder. Way I, harder. I think, but I think it depends I, the time you're doing. But then, do you, if, but if, then, like, so, do you, so let's say, let's say there's like a branch of the church. Yeah, that's good. And that's let's good. say there's a branch. No, let's say there's a branch of the church. Let's say mm. in London, we're in London, isn't it? Yeah, and the branch has. Let's say four hundred people. Yeah. So do you expect that church to be broken down? No. Okay. This is my point. Now. In the same this is my point. This no, is my point. Let me say this. Let me say this. Yeah. If the church is growing, you're gonna hear me out. The church is growing. Would you? You're gonna hear me out. Yeah. Cool. Now look, we talk about God judging people, but the responsibility he gives them. Yeah. 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 You're told to look after the small gifts that God gives you. You gotta look after the big gifts too. That's so when, so when, a, when, a, when, when God anoints you as a pastor over a church of twenty, that means He finds you fit and and durable to teach these twenty to get you, to be a shepherd to these twenty. Mm-hmm. The verse I read, He called them a shepherd. Didn't say pastor, shepherd. Mm-hmm. You should be. You should know your flock. Yeah, you should be able now, to Now, if you're a pastor them. and God makes you a pastor of a church of 500 people the responsibility you better change. dig out that responsibility no. because <laughs> well, that responsibility on, on, is somewhere inside of you yeah put that bib on do you know why I was not because um, I was watching the video this but then like, before you go before you go before I forget my train of thought yeah like in a church of 500 yeah yeah like can we really expect the pastor to so know to, to? to do the same thing that's a, 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 don't get me wrong yeah, he should me, do yeah. what 
the the past that I who has twenty. Getting, I know yeah. you're getting that. But then the bigger it is, yeah. the more structures that have to be put yeah, in place. Yeah, that's just how it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. No, but this is the thing, isn't it? Cool. So when you actually look at the Bible, yeah, it doesn't actually necessarily talk about a head pastor. That's not really a position. Yeah, like, it talks about shepherds. It talks about elders mm, and deacons. Those are yeah. the people that are entrusted with looking after the flock. As a pastor, yeah, I was watching this video by this guy called Sam Adeyemi. He was a pastor. I don't know if he's Nigerian. Yeah. And he also is a business, business person. Yeah, yeah, and he was talking that. about, um, he said that he does this thing called, um, I don't know if it's forecasting or solution planning. And he said that something he oh, finds, whenever he me. does it with business leaders and church yeah, leaders, yeah, you always yeah. see something different. That whenever he asks them, plan for the worst case scenario, that the church leaders are always like, oh, we don't know what, what, what could really go wrong, you know, we're praying. And then something goes wrong. And then he said, yeah. yeah, that is the thing, that you need to plan for these eventualities. Yeah. If God has trusted you with a gift, in your head you didn't think this church might grow. You need to think, what structures will I put in place if that happens? Well, how many elders... How many people are we discipling to look after flocks as yeah. and when it's necessary? I think that the when we're looking at what a church must have, community, teaching, community. If you don't know how to find community, yeah. you should go to one of the elders. They should help you that. That's their 100%. job. That is, teaching, yeah. you don't understand something, they should go to you. Prayer, you need that. All of these things yeah, yeah. is the people who run the space who should who create that for you. Also, yeah. Also, can I add on to what you were saying, yeah, about if it's 500, yeah. Yeah. You, you spoke about earlier as well, you're talking about, the other episode you're talking about um, when you're teaching the young, the young G, yeah, yeah, yeah. you delegated, did you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, even like recently, like during work and that, I've been seeing the way my, how like the manager is different to like the, the other parts. In the, Same when the math or the boss like, is on it's different The delegating thing is too important. When, yeah. when you, when you reach a level of like 500 people in your congregation and that, you should be able to delegate things to elders and stuff. Not that you're inaccessible or yeah, like you're yeah, some yeah, yeah. hidden away in your office or thing, but like the, the ability to delegate the right person to fix a solution. Because you have to Do remember... You know what this comes with though? I think this sometimes comes with people holding the pastor in too high of a regard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because no, that's just a brother's a normal yeah. brother, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah Because no, a lot yeah. of people are like, he has the same hours I have in to day. go to him because he knows Yeah, he yeah. must know something that the elders don't know. Brother, I'll be honest with you, it's the same Jesus in all of you. You know what I'm trying to say? But that's why it's important in having multiple qualified people in the same space. 100%, yeah. And I feel like even you give as, them a space as we grow, or like if anybody gets into a place in ministry, I feel like sometimes people get too catty for that head pastor role. Bro, yeah. like, there's you can serve. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what's important because I understand, um, I think some people, I understand why for some people it might be a big thing to have a relationship with the head pastor because he runs the space and he knows everything. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he he's really and truly, it gives you that he's the one who runs the same, so he yeah, can yeah, give you that reassurance, that comfort, and there's certain things that only he would understand. Fine. Yeah. But I feel like in a more general sense, when it comes to us seeking knowledge and understanding in places like this, we have to sometimes be comfortable with going to somebody else. No, like I think that because I think that I think that's something that a church should have. There should be points of contact. Yeah, but it needs I, to be yeah, that needs to be emphasized by the pastor. Hundred percent. Yeah. That kind of this is that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not him necessarily. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's other the transparency <laughs> in it. Like I feel like pastors like they need to do everything they can to like shut down any kind of stereotypes or any kind of expectation that they just simply cannot reach. Like you can't just like if you know that your congregation okay. Needy is a bad word, but if you know needy, there's people yeah, in your congregation are like really needy for you, like if you don't say it, they don't believe it. It doesn't matter how many elders tell them mm. yet. You need to you do gotta a series on believing Jesus. You've got to talk to them and you've got to tell them, listen, like not everybody could ask Jesus a question. Sometimes John and Peter had to answer it for yeah, them, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, that's why I, I think that's why I think it's really nice when churches Bro, rotate. True. So when you, when you bring rotate church, preaching, yeah, exactly. Because it shows you that well, other men are lit. There's, like, I can, yeah. there's a lot more planning into building a church that that most churches I'd say like especially like our parent churches and stuff like I think sometimes we kind of like they kind of like overlook it or something especially like it's a really old church like you kind of trace it back and you're like oh oh, only recently we had like a help team or only recently like if you had a problem with the elder 
like you were able to go speak to the passerby or something. You know what I'm trying to say? Like mm-hmm. only recently, like there was like a HR in the church. You get what I'm trying to say? Like mm-hmm. um, there's there's a lot more that I feel like people need to like sit down and like if you want to start a church or if you're already in a church, you gotta sit down, forecast whatever you want to call it. You gotta find out like mm-hmm. how do we fix this kind of problem? Sure. How do we look out for this? Or you know what I'm trying to say? So now, for arguably the most important question. Yeah. Do you need to go to church? If so, why? Yes. I believe you do. If so, why? Um, <laughs> you have to say it. Oh, uh, cool. I, I definitely... Okay, cool. Um, why is anybody here who thinks you don't have to go to church? Yeah, I feel like... I feel like... Nah. nah. I don't disagree. But there's an cool. extent. Yeah. I think, I think... I think... The way I see it is, yes, you do need to go to church because um, I think, firstly, when it comes to skilled preachers, like, mm-hmm. there are people ordained to teach the word you've got the talent to teach and it's one thing to understand it but it's another thing to teach it yeah um, and yes you can say you can listen online but this is the thing it's different it's different firstly because you're online you, you lot, you're not going to DM Mike Todd you're not <laughs> he's not going to reply to you <laughs> do you get it <laughs> you're preach, firstly he can teach stuff to you and if you have questions you can ask him yeah. or ask somebody um, as well as that the thing of prayer like having elders that can pray for you yeah you can say you might have your parents but this is the thing all of these things, a good church should have them all under one roof and you can build that relationship and that consistency. We spoke about this the other day that when you pray with people and commune with them on a consistent basis, they can check your progress. Yeah. They can hold you accountable. We didn't even speak about rebuke. This yeah. is the thing. When you have all of these things in one space, for example, let's say your mum prays for you, um, your friend helps you with the word and then somebody at church holds you accountable for your conduct. Because they're in three different spaces, stuff can go unchecked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the person who's rebuking you doesn't know your consistent prayer points because your parents pray for you. And they're rebuking you for something that they don't see that you're actually doing. Yeah, um, your parents and are now you're praying for you, but the person that's teaching you the word doesn't know your prayer points. It's exactly. like, you, you have it all in one roof, so stuff can, nothing goes amiss. Mm-hmm. St- nothing falls through the net. Exactly. I think for me, I feel like, the reason why I said to an extent is that it comes back to yeah, you what, first. When you finish, why did you agree to that extent? Because, oh, like yeah. I said, to an extent, because firstly, my main reasoning for the, is because the church should offer you all of these things and be a true reflection of Christ and mm-hmm. hold you up when you fall. And because it's a consistent place of going, in a seven-day span, if you're going consistently, there's only so many things that can happen. If people, if you're not there for a long time, you say, hmm, what is so-and-so? Are you right? You know what I'm saying? Whereas the thing why I said to an extent is because that's only if the church is fulfilling its functions. And, so then if it's not, you shouldn't go to church. No, you should look oh. for one. But I also understand that it's easier said than done. Yeah. My, 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 so you do need to go to church. Yeah, you do need to oh, go to church, yeah. but only, not just any church. Or when you say it to an extent, you mean like, it depends on the church itself. Yes. Oh, you don't oh, mean oh, like, oh, oh, no, oh, you shouldn't oh, just oh, settle oh, for any I'll church. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, 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 Because I've realised that, especially when I was looking for church. Bro, you could be in a church in Saudi Arabia, you better find a church, bro. Fair. That's not happening. Actually, it will, it will. I'm telling you the thing is, though, they have churches in there. No, they illegal. do, they do, they it's do. It's illegal. Underground. Oh, underground. The thing is, though, the thing is, though, I do agree. Slicing, even slicing. with that extent, more so the church, but not saying as like a scapegoat for like now a self reflection upon like just an like, individual person. However, the way I see as to why it's essential to the church is more so a sense of when it comes to, say, for instance, spending time with the Lord, going to church, you get a different type of presence when being in the Lord's space. And that sense of presence is something that can't really replicate in that same way in a different yeah, bubble so outside. Yeah. In, like, outside Do you not actually believe that? What? I, I believe that in that sense. I feel like, not that the, I don't believe the spirit moving different in the place of the church. Like, and over the yeah, it moves I, how it I believe, like, 
But I believe in the community <laughs> with the body of believers, you're able to get things that you're unable to really get from yourself. Yeah. Even like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even, even like teaching, teaching, even yeah. just like being able like to yeah. hear from God a bit more clearly sometimes in that Bro, kind of aspect. Yeah. When it's not just you and your word and obviously the Holy Spirit is there, but and the having, same having people well. who can teach you yeah. and you have skill that like, Jesus has given these he said he's given these gifts to the church for a specific reason. So it's like, mm-hmm. why aren't you really using them? If that bro, there's certain, the there's certain times, there's certain times I'm reading the word, bro, and the verse I've, I've, I've read, I go listen to Paul Washer. He's read the same verse. You think I'm getting the same thing that he's got, bro? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So some you do need these these mm-hmm. places. Yeah, yeah, you do yeah, need yeah. them for sure. I think. But also, when you said to an yeah. extent, I was a bit like, no, no, but no, then yeah, because my thing is like, good church fills in the gaps that you can't give yourself. I think, but about church, I think also why you, I think also why um, you you have to like do everything in your power to find a church that you consistently go to is because you won't be able to understand what being part of the body of Christ means. Like well. you can't, you can't under, you can't like you have to understand with like especially Christian things, yeah, and like with Christ especially, like unless you're in the mix. You can't just stand outside the club and look in and think you understand. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah. It's much more different. That's right. Like when people are like, when people are like, oh, how do you? How is everyone going to be worshiping in heaven all the time, all day? And that you don't know about that kind of worship until you've been to a church you and you've I'm actually saying. started that. <laughs> you've actually been in them kind of worship nights where like it's seven a.m. and people are still going strong. Yes. Like you're thinking, you're looking around like, yo, like. No, this true. is, you know what I mean. So no, sometimes you've got to get into the mix to understand what the body of Christ is, and yeah. you can't understand the body of Christ if you're not Spirit. with the body of Christ. Spirit, yeah, what the church can give you, you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. why it's there. Yeah, but if you um, get elsewhere, it wouldn't be so yeah. emphasized. Christ wouldn't say, "Love your wife like I love the church." Boy, tell her. Oh, <laughs> but I'm um, yeah, just no. saying, rah. Start coming consistently, bro. But yeah, like I think he got me. Like we we. We, we spoke on a lot of things in it and I think we just highlighted some of the key things like the foundation of the church being Jesus, the importance of sound teaching, um, the importance of good community, the importance of using your gifts, but also you serving the church as much as the church serves you, the importance of good eldership. Like these are, there are people that have been there and done that and that you can't get in other spaces. That these are people that can relate to you in ways that you never thought, people that can build you up in things you didn't know you needed. And it's like, God will gift these people to serve you as well. Right? I think this is the thing. People are not just gifted to serve the church. They're gifted to serve the people in the church. The people mm. make the church. Yeah, and they're, they're people that grace. are gifted to serve you. And um, so I think we should... Finding a church isn't easy. If you're struggling, shout us. Um, but also be brave. Like Pray for that boldness and confidence. Acts and DSQ spoke on it. Like It's really necessary because it's not easy just walking to random places. And like... Um, you know, sometimes you just, you're just looking for a church. You just saw one on your, on your street, bro. Try it out. It might be sus. It might be Gara. You don't know. I think be patient with it as well. Yeah. I think some people are too quick to judge a church straight away. And even even having the the confidence to say, this ain't for me. Yeah. Yeah. To to walk away and still have that. And don't just follow the litmus. Yeah. Nah, literally, you know. That's a big thing. Even the church church sounds like... Just because your brethren's good. Just because they have bare nice lights in the church. Don't follow the TikToks and Insta. TikToks and the Instagrams are going brazy and you feel like this is a place I have to be in. Nah, like sometimes your place might even look a bit... Just because the choir got that nice drip. Just because they have John's there. Yeah, yeah facts. sometimes sometimes it's just like sometimes I think you're people not alone, go bro. to that church where it's like really up and oh, funky and everything yeah. going that everything looks lit sometimes stay in your humble place bro you know you know what's yeah. even incredible about that yeah sometimes it can even derail your oh, mind thinking that those type of uplifting churches like where I'm going to see God the most it yeah, yeah. 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 sometimes you stay right where you are 
Something might be coming your way. Just don't move in it. Yeah, literally, I think that's what you just need to be asking yourself. Is this giving me what I need in terms of community? The word? Is it a space where I can pray and worship? Is it a, pray, a place where I can communicate and get that help from the elders? If you're getting everything that a church is supposed to give you, don't be discontent just because there's no flashy lights or mm. you get me in it. Or, or uh, my pastor's quotes are not getting a thousand retweets. Like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wearing it. Yeah, uh, uh, my pastor just wearing a, a suit. Please. I wanted to wear Jordan. Thank you though. guys for listening. Take your time, but in the key. Drive. We gon' show you something that gon' change your life. Oh, oh, circle. Oh, take your time, but in.